The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. everyone and it's kind of nice to begin speaking after having meditated a little bit with you all of you thank you and uh, the topic today is called this week is called the challenge check-in and the suggestion is that to take the time, maybe a time to pause, to take time to have this uh, checklist to go through to find out how you are, what's going on. Not only is it useful to really understand and feel, discover how we are, but it's also a reframing, it's a changing of perspective from the usual way of checking in with ourselves or knowing ourselves um, to something that is dharmic, something that uh, the Buddha recommended. It's really productive and useful for becoming disentangled from our life, from ourselves. And um, and they often, I mean, oftentimes it's easy that the, that the common way of being in the world of knowing ourselves is through the filter of our desires, our fears, our aversions, our confusions, our strains, our resistances. And, um, and so we can take the whole package of who we are and, uh, and subject it to general, generalized opinions, generalized ideas about, you know, about who I am, what's going on. And maybe uh, one of the most general the, the kind of judgment we can have about ourselves so we can live under, can be a real, real challenge, is all the things that goes under the category, I am bad, I am wrong. And in, not so obvious, but all the ways in which we live under the category I am right, I am good can be also limiting for who we are. And one way it limits us, it keeps us from seeing more deeply what's going on within us underneath those generalizations. And, um, and to see more directly and deeply. And so the Buddha's check, what I'm calling the Buddha's uh, uh, checklist, is a way of dropping below the generalizations, below the kind of belief and judgments we have. And this is a phenomenally generous thing to do to ourselves, to free ourselves from the generalizations, from the judgments, from the ideas we kind of struggle under, where that represent being entangled, that represent being kind of uh, being caught up and excessively concerned about something or um, 
And when we take the time to stop to do this checklist, check-in, then we, um, we're actually st- stepping out of the strong winds that are pushing us along. We're stepping out of, we're stepping off the, the, you know, the conveyor belt sidewalk that's walking along in a, some building. Uh, and we're not being carried along anymore. We're stopping to take a step back and see what's happening here. And in a way that we can't see if we're carried along, if we're caught up in what's happening and these generalizations or the feelings we have. And um, so to check in, you know, how am I on my body? What's happening here? If there's ten- if you're tense and you didn't know it, maybe it's useful to relax. Check in with the feeling tones. Is this experience really unpleasant? Or is it really pleasant? And if you're caught up in the unpleasant, uh, is that the full story? Is there pleasure here as well? Or is there some shift of orientation? Is the unpleasantness more product of my own mind, my own mind's reactivity, than it is in the activity that I'm in? Checking in with um, the state of the mind. Is it contracted or is it expansive? And then today, the fourth foundation of the Buddha is the mental processes in the mind. In some ways, they're not too different. Uh, they're kind of overlapping with uh, the third foundation. Um, and, um, and so the activities, the processes, the operating principles that are driving the mind or supporting the mind, uh, what are they? And so is there, um, so the Buddha gave a list of the five hindrances, and he also gave a list for the seven factors of awakening. And the five hindrances are ways of being, that are sticky, uh, entangled, knotted up with experience. And the Buddha uses the word knotted up in terms of how we can get caught up in stuff. And then the, um, the seven factors of awakening, uh, how we loosen, how we untie, how we uh, become clear. The five hindrances are considered things that hinder our ability to see clearly. The seven factors of awakening are what supports us to see clearly. So, um, so certainly if you know these things, you can kind of check in with yourself, what, how, what, which of these are operating? Someone who does a lot of vipassana practice should really be kind of second nature to notice what are the hindrances when they're operating. And also, uh, even in subtle ways in which the seven factors of awakening operate for us. But for today, what I would like to say is, um, is uh, noticing if how we're involved in anything at all, involved in thoughts, involved in activities in the world, involved in conversations, do we feel um, entangled in it? Do we feel caught in it in, uh, in such a way that there's an ouch? Or do we feel expansive in it, open in it? Are we agitated? Is the energy kind of activated? And, or, or, is the, or is the energy that, or the, the feeling, energy feeling of it uh, one of being suffused? 
And this has something to do with the source. These, these seven factors of these, um, the fourth foundation is the source from which so much of our behavior arises out of. The hindrances are behavior that arises out of a source which is very limited and very tight and narrow and constricted or entangled. Maybe this, what arises out of the seven factor of awakening is also energetic, but it's an energy which is not entangled or agitated or activated, but rather an energy or a, or a vitality in the body that feels like it suffuses us. It spreads more widely. It's, and um, it's um, the difference between being um, in a tornado versus being in a really relaxing pool of water. So both of them can be energetic in a way, these two states, but the quality of the energy, the quality of the activation, or the quality of the uh, how we're engaged, how we are with our experience, how we're attentive, is radically different. So to... Um, uh, so what are the mental processes involved? Are they the hindrances or are they more the seven factors of awakening? And um, are they more something that feels unpleasant to be how we're involved? Uh, more like f- uh, fight or flight? The hindrances could be analyzed from the point of view of uh, fight, flight, or freeze. Uh, not completely but good, but it's a little bit. And um, and the the uh, seven factors of awakening can be more more like um, relax, nurture, uh, soothe, um, you know, uh, uh, approach. So the operating principles of the mind that are the source from how we see the world, how we are in the world. So this change of perspective, this check-in that we're doing, comes to the point where the check-in itself is contributing to a positive way of being present, a positive kind of more, something that leans in the direction of seven factors of awakening. So part of the value of this mindfulness check-in is that in and of its, uh, on one hand, we're learning how we are. We're learning to see ourselves from a different point of view. And on the other hand, we are bringing into the ecosystem a healthy way of being present and seeing and checking in that is not entangled, not caught up. So both of these work together and both of them are important changing the perspective of how we see ourselves when we're challenged, according, using the perspective of these four different areas of what's happening for us, and bringing, it's kind of like bringing an adult into the room of a lot of teenagers kind of having a fight or something. It's kind of like bringing a wise elder into the, into the mix, uh, using the check-in is bringing into the ecosystem a new way of being. And the whole ecosystem can change by that introduction. Just simply stopping and checking in and maybe going through these four. How am I physically? How am I 
you know, feeling tone, how am I in my mind state, how am I by the underlying processes of how I'm, how I'm involved, how I'm concerned. So for today, uh, what I'd like to suggest for you is that uh, through the day, periodically, maybe if you, if you like schedules, you can schedule it once an hour or some way or other. Um, do some quality, take some quality time. It doesn't have to be long. Maybe it can be two minutes to st- stop. Maybe even close your eyes. Check in with yourself uh, using these four different check-ins. But, but notice as you do it or when you've done it, if the if the check-in itself, the attention that we bring that is looking at ourselves in this way, has that in fact introduced something nice into the system? Is the check-in itself more like a wise elder has entered the room and everyone relaxes and feels, oh good, there's someone here who is wise, someone here who helps me to be present. See what the effect is on you of introducing the mindfulness check-in that we're talking about this week. So, um, thank you very much, and uh, look forward to tomorrow.